are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. And remember, our studio line is 086-000-2032. You can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin Sampia. And our voice note line is 614 We're in conversation next with the Brigadier Atlanta Mate, who's the spokesperson for the police. Some good news for our police. The South African Police Services Special Task Force Unit now ranks among the 10 SWAT teams in the world. They came ninth out of 55 law enforcement teams from 55 um, countries all over the world, making him the best in Africa. The competition assessed tactical acumen, mental focus, physical endurance, the team moved four spots up from the 13th place in 2022. So what does this special task force unit do and what does this win mean for South Africa? And I guess the team in general. Brigadier, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time. First, congratulations to the South African Police Services a Special Task Force Unit. What does this win represent? A very good afternoon, Aldrin and your listeners. Indeed, um, you know, it's good news for a change for the SAPS. And on behalf of the National Commissioner of the South African Police Service, uh, General Fanny Masamola, and the men and women in blue, we would like to uh, take this opportunity to once again uh, congratulate our Special Task Force Unit for their performance. We are proud of the team. You would know that uh, we came out ninth position out of 55 teams. Currently on the African continent, we are number one. Uh, Alton, this simply means that we are improving our operational uh, response to high-risk incidents. You would know that the team um, uh, was involved in the UIAE uh, SWAT Challenge, which is a five-day uh, competition where uh, countries from around the world, across the world, test their endurance, uh, to, uh, they test their um, uh, capabilities, weaponry ability to respond to high-risk incidents. So it's, it's really a positive step towards ensuring that our special task force team is highly capable and is uh, ready, operationally ready to respond to high-risk incidents such as your counter-terrorism and hostage rescue incidents. So tell us more about the work that's done by the South African, um, by the by the special task force, because people don't normally see them. Um, I think the last time that we really saw them somewhat in action was during the State of the Nation address um, when the EFF tried to storm the stage. Um, and sometimes when the president is traveling as well, that's when you get to see a glimpse of the special task force. But what what's their job title, their job description? What is it that they do that set them apart from the TRT as an example? Okay, let me correct you there, Aldrin. Um, the people that you saw during the SONA are not the special task force. They are the counter-assault team, and their mandate is uh, to ensure the safety and security around the presidency. However, the special task force um, is a unit within the SAPS that responds to only high-risk incidents, where they respond to search and rescue missions, um, serious and violent crime, cash and transit heist, tracking and tracing of most wanted organized crime gangs. Uh, you will recall that um, they led the operation where eight men attached to the Abigail uh, gang um, organization from Israel were arrested at a house in Bryanston. If you look at that particular crime scene, each of those eight criminals at that time had high caliber firearms in the rooms that they were sleeping in. So you, you would have needed uh, operators that have a specialized set of skills to apprehend those dangerous and heavily armed criminals. If you look at... Um, 
uh, situations like your illegal Amazonas, they were also, also involved in uh, obviously tracking and tracing down and arresting um, uh, illegal miners. We know that uh, they are also heavily involved. They were heavily involved in apprehending 87 illegal um, miners that were arrested in Orkney uh, mm-hmm. quite recently. We also had them uh, heavily involved in uh, kidnappings, especially the extortions uh, and uh, ransom demands are being made. So there's a, quite a lot of work that they're doing. Like I indicated, the cash and transit heist, serious and violent crimes. But you will, you, I know, I know a lot of people will say that, but we hardly ever see them. But that their job is not to be seen because uh, of the safety and security issues around them, the high risk around uh, what the kind of jobs that they do for to keep the country, the people of this country safe. Yeah, why is that the case? Because we've seen as well, for instance, in um, in in criminal matters um, and these high-profile cases, like for instance, even with the Rodovan Kretcher matter, um, that when they do come to court, their faces are always hidden. Like I've indicated, um, you know, they do dangerous jobs. They only respond to high-risk incidents. So let me just give you a brief background. In the police, okay, we've got frontline police officers at the stations, obviously, where people go and report crime. Mm. We then have your specialized unit, your POP, uh, which responds to um, your protests. We then have your tactical response teams that attend to medium to high risk, as well as your national intervention uh, unit uh, and your and your counter-assault teams. So the STS are only called when all these other units um, need uh, more support and more specialized skills uh, to address a certain uh, situation. So they are highly skilled, highly trained uh, to respond to any eventuality, like I've indicated, your counter-terrorism attacks, uh, your... Uh, pardon me, um, your high-risk uh, 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 risk situations, um, you know, and most of them are highly qualified and trained snipers. So we wouldn't want to uh, risk their lives. They live among us. They live among communities. So we wouldn't want them to be easily identifiable yeah. because of the work that they do. Okay. And Brigadier, I don't know if you'd be able to touch on this, um, uh, the distinction that you just made now between um, the special task force as well as the uh, counter assault um, team as well, because um, so both of them wear camouflage clothing, which some would compare to uh, military gear, but there's some sort of difference to it as well. Can you speak to that by any chance? Well, um, it's for us to know and uh, for the general public not to see the difference. But I can, however, tell you that the STF operators obviously wear the STF badge. They wear the STF operator wings. The operator wings they uh, receive after uh, undergoing two years of training. So it's also actually very important to highlight that these are not uh, the normal police officers, especially when we uh, refer to the special task force. So mm-hmm. over our basic police training, they uh, further undergo two years training. Um, and I can, if I can highlight, um, last year, the last training, we received 906 applications. About 500 made it to the provincial selection process. 96 were admitted into the training and only 11 uh, graduated uh, in February from this. So you can see sure. that... 
Um, you know, these are highly trained uh, uh, people. And for them to now be honored and, and, and be positioned nine out of uh, 55 countries uh, that were taking part in the, in the challenge, it's a great honor. And it tells us as the SAPS that, yes, we are not where we want to be in terms of responding uh, to crime, but it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. So does the special task force, for instance, assist when it comes to gang violence, like what we've seen in um in 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 some areas and now also here in Gauteng well, absolutely. As and when um, they are called upon to do so, they will be roped in to assist. Um, but if, it, if I can just touch on that, we do have a specialized anti-gang unit in place uh, that is obviously responding to the gang violence that we are seeing in, in some areas in, in, in the Western Cape, in some areas in, in Gauteng. Yeah. And on Westbury specifically, um, is there anything that's being done over and above what's currently in place? So in the Westbury situation, we have uh, dedicated teams and we are following a multidisciplinary approach uh, where we have other law enforcement officers also joining in from other agencies. We also are working alongside the private security to obviously uh, provide safety and security in that area. Uh, We do acknowledge that more needs to be done. But however, I can assure you that in the past year, uh, from April 2022 uh, to date, we have made a race in those areas. We know that the information that we have now is that it's basically gang violence. People are uh, fighting over territory. We've had uh, 95 arrests made for crimes ranging from murder, attempted murder, possession of a licensed firearm, and possession of, of, of drugs. Uh, so we are making inroads, uh, but we are also looking at uh, deploying more resources uh, to support the teams that are already in place in that in those areas. Thank you so much for your time. Brigadier Atlanta Mate is the spokesperson for the police.